Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Getting to know you, having a good nose about you, having a gander, looking at what makes you tick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Nigel and Len's Propaganda, a podcast where we invite a guest whom we have so much in common with, but have a propaganda of what makes us all different. <clears throat> and this week, uh, Lenny's now to introduce this week's defendant. Thank you, Judge Khan. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you my most talented musical friend, Alan Avit Guest. How are you doing, Alan? I'm very well, thank you, lads. Good stuff. Thank you and for coming. And yourself? Yeah, we're all right. Yeah. 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 Very, not, not too bad at all. We can't complain, can we? I no. bet you can. Well, we, we, we can do, but we, we try to keep this to about an hour. All right, then. Which is, is tough going for us. So, you're having your day in court, Alan. How are you yeah, feeling I'm about a, it I've all? got a suit on and everything. Have you? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm almost in the town fish. already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the old Snaresbrook specials on. Yeah. <laughs> Right, Alan. I don't. Know, I don't have to explain this to you. Let's go straight with it. How are you going to plead, Tanner or out of Tanner? Well, I've had a long think about it, and really, you know, mm. I'm an out of Tanner. All right. We'll see how that pans out. But you know, I may put you in. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, um, but we'll see. We've had a couple of close shaves, haven't we? Not sure yeah. you understand. Okay. He was no, he wasn't close. See, what, but uh, see young what Anton think. got close. Oh, he got a. Has, has there been any towners yet? No, no, there hasn't actually. <laughs> actually, no. that, so funny enough, that's why we got you on. We thought, I thought you were going to say Turner. <laughs> we'll, we will try and get a towner. Someone now we have had a someone who wants a day in court and be a towner. Oh. Yes, I think I'll we'll get him on. Yeah, although I, I, I can't see. He's going to have to work hard. Or yeah. he's going to have to make me work hard, at least. Well, those names he will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anyway, he'll have his day in court. Today's yours, Alan. All right, okay. I'm right, ready. so the process of it is, as you've declared yourself an out-of-towner, yeah. we're going to give you – we you, you're going to the to the um, the county court, and you're going to apply for planning permission for your dream 
at a town of lifestyle. See what you can get. Now, Anton, I think he got himself a five-bedroom house or four-bedroom house. He'd done well for himself. Yeah, but they're cheaper in Scotland. Well, uh, that may be the case, but, you know, you don't know, you know, you live where you live, your home is your home, and there's nothing wrong with being out of town. And like, we always... I've never lived in town. Oh, you haven't? Where were you born, Alan? I was born indoors. Well, everyone's born indoors unless you're uh, born outdoors. I was born at home in Elm Park. Oh, Elm Park. I was there today. Yeah, Lancaster Drive. Wow. Do you know, I'm not too familiar with Elm Park. Is that near Romford? No, it's a... Old church. It's it's, it's, it's old church and... Heading yeah. up around Raynham. Yeah, oh, okay. Or South Horn Church, as they like to be called now. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. Oh, well, well, you know. So Elm Park. Elm Park is the working class part of Horn Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. Right, okay. Well, we, if you're not born in the town, maybe the out of town, I think, might it'll be a bit, bit of a stretch. Right, so let's see what questions to, to get now you a little bit more. Let's, let's give you a, um, right. Uh, let's look through my little list. Let's, uh, de, de, de. Right. prepared. Well, I am kind of prepared, oh, but, okay. you know, we've had Christmas. Oh, right, yeah, sure, You know, I'll regress a little bit. I'll get back in, you know. Oh, I'm not one way. of these foreign players that people make the excuses for. I need to find me feet and settle down. Oh, well, okay. while he's looking, uh, big oh, family. Big yeah. family. Um, yeah. uh, well, my father was one of nine, and my mother was one of four. Um, father born in East Ham, uh, mother born in Battersea. Oh, South. Yeah, they, they, but but when she was young, the all, all these uh, they rehoused all the Battersea people into Dagenham. Oh. So they missed out. If they'd still been in Battersea, their house would have been a bit uh, worth a bit more money, I should imagine. Yeah. But anyway, so all my life, I've known me, me grand to be in Dagnum. So I've got a, um, East Ham and Dagnum. So, and then, uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Here's that- your first question, then. Yeah. If you could only choose one stand at Upton Park forever, which do you choose? Mm-hmm. Well, I had my my best years, yeah. And you're going to crucify me for this in the Upper East, right? Because uh, my mate had two tickets in the front row of the Upper East, and he I'll gave so. one to me, and it was just like fantastic, the best view in the world. It's brilliant, yeah. Whereabouts? I was sort of towards the uh, Bobby Moore, in between oh, right. halfway line and the Bobby Moore. So, so the, sort the of Bobby just, Moore was a South Bank, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, when was this? Oh well, right up, right, right up to when we moved. I was there at the last match, sitting in the seat. Really? So, but when was your? When did you first go there? Uh, first first, first match, my father took me to. Oh, I went in the South Bank. Yeah. Um, nineteen sixty-eight, Arsenal at home, drew one all. 
George Armstrong and Trevor Brooking, I believe, got the equaliser. Nice. And since then, that was it, hooked and, you know, went ever since. Yeah. Nice. That's a good answer. But, 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 after going a lot, my my father, uh, I didn't get interested in football till I was about 11. And he'd been waiting and waiting to take me. And it took me to the first match. And then after that, his job changed and he couldn't take me on a Saturday. That's happened to me. So, um. I used to go on my own. Nice. Yeah. You, and when you went on your own, where did you go? What was your well, kind of your routine? Well, I was a bit of a nutter, really, I suppose. Not, not like a Novbank nutter, but no. I used to go about 10 o'clock in the morning to to get there early enough to get in the front row. Of the, that was a West Sand stand uh, lower. West um, Terrace. Uh, what is it? West you was, you was, when you stood there, you, your eyes were pitch level. Yes. And, um, yeah, I, I spent most of the time there. And then, do you know when you used to get an insurance salesman come around your house? Well, no, you? but or we not. heard about it. <laughs> yeah, perhaps I was the only one. The pro, the man from the, the pro. Man, man from the pro. Yeah. He, he couldn't go. He had a season ticket. He couldn't go anymore. And he sold me for the rest of the season in the West End. And there was, uh, let me get this right. There were 12 matches left and I'll give him six quid for it. Wow. I see. Yeah. So, and that was in, in, with a seat. Yeah. So now I'm spoiled. Cause I, yeah. I want well, a seat. it's a very good, I mean, what you said is the front row of an appetia, which is your original choice where you've, you finish off is very good at a town of real estate there. Oh, it's brilliant. I, so you the football was diabolical for a time. and I, yeah. But the only reason I stayed there, because I didn't think I'd ever get a better seat than that, you know? No, you're probably right. So it's Come to think of it, that, that stand being what it was like, you're probably better off there seeing everything around you looking quite big and intimidating rather than the other side looking at that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's oh, yeah. your point of view. I mean, I've Story been in the Bobby Moore up. You go in the Bobby Moore upper, and mm. you're like in, in a flight path. It's, yeah. it's crazy. The the East Upper, I had one season um, in the East Upper, because I had a season ticket for about three, four years on a chicken run from the mid-90s, after the North Bank went, and then went season ticket holder. Um, and then I had to go one season. It, it was the Manny Omniemiri Cup oh, scene. Yeah. Oh, God. Where I, I was East Upper, but because I'd renewed too late. So sometimes if I didn't have the cash, I couldn't renew straight away. So when I finally got the cash together to go and renew my season book, um, someone else had taken my seat. So um, I had to buy in the East because my mates were in the East. So I thought I'd buy East Upper. And actually... I was quite impressed with the view because I grew up going west upper, which was the which was higher up, but the the east lower, um, oh sorry, the east upper, as such, you, you were still very close to the ground, like the the pitch oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, you, uh, in the Bobby Moore app, you can't you can't see the faces or yeah. or anything, mm. you know, which is I don't know. Oh, we can't uh, can't see the players at the London Stadium, but um, but I uh, different phases uh, in the uh, when was it that Tony Cotty and Alan Dickens come in? What that sort of year? Eighty four, eighty three. That me and my mate used to get uh, probably. Not blind drunk, but quite pissed, and then pay a geezer on the door a fiver, or whatever it was, and then crash in there about three o'clock, push our way into the middle with the lower east, and watch the match, sort of through you know, I don't know, of drunken mist, I suppose, but glazed eyes, yeah, and we did that for quite a while. Um, I'd have, I'd have. A spate in the South Bank. Uh, yeah, so I've been all around. The North Bank, not so much. Uh, did, did either of you ever go in the boys' enclosure? I don't think. Because oh, that looked horrendous. Was that the bit um, that was sort of the, the, the... No, the boys' enclosure. I'm thinking, is that like the... the it was the North uh, Bank, in between the North Bank and the West West yeah, side. that was and shut. It was up in, when a, I was a kid. It was in a corner. Yeah, oh, it was that, horrendous. They had this. I did it once in the South Bank, in in the corner which was next to the East Stand, which was for a Southampton game after we just got promoted, and it was my first time on the South Bank, and we I, we, we, I went up there with my mates from school because I'd just gone up into the comprehensive, so we had a few like new mates. And about eight of us all pulled into West Ham that night rather than go and sit in my seat upstairs. And actually, it made me like sitting in the West Upper more. Yeah. That one day on the, on the South Bank. Yeah. We, we, in the end, we had to go up into the corner opposite. But the boys' enclosure, I mean, that probably predates us. But I do know where you was, but that was shut because I think it was unsafe when I was oh, a kid. I, God, I think it was unsafe anyway. Like if you got in there, it was quite unsafe. Right, from other people. Yeah. <laughs> it was above the entrance. So you would walk in and it would be what would, would above yeah. you. Yeah. And, and that's where people stood. Oh. So you walked into like a tunnel, didn't you? As you walked onto the north bank from from Green Street, you you was in the far corner, the turnstiles, next to the West End, and then you sort of went up steps and yeah. it was like sort of tunnel and you came down. And there was a sign, I think, that said, beware of uneven steps. Yeah, yeah. And the bit above it that, that created the tunnel was shut off. No one could stand there, I oh, swear, right. when I was a kid. Because you're not that much younger than me, are you? I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It depends uh, if you want to declare your age. Yeah. Well, I think so. I, I've, I've already declared my age. Yeah. Well, well, yeah you, you went to my stand before I was born now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said how old I was. When I first went, and I told you the year. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Rocky, so I think it. Well, no. we, you got to understand, I'm not a very good, you know, barrister. I didn't take a okay. note of that. But what I did take note of that was a very good, you definitely get a good out of town point now. Yeah. You've definitely got at least one bedroom. So, question two is if the Hammers Bond was available today, would you buy it? No. You wouldn't? No. Very, there was no thinking about that. No, no. Why is that? What makes you say absolutely not? Because I've got a funny feeling Nigel would. He might I not admit it. Well, I didn't there. understand it at the time. No, I and, didn't. Um, 
I don't buy anything I don't understand. Um, is it? Is it not having a share in the club? But you haven't. No. No, it wasn't. Is it? Is it like a, a queue jumper thing that you get at um, Disneyland? <laughs> he really don't way get it. Describe it. Is you're loaning the club money for a hundred years? Oh no, no, then no. Because mm. you get after interest. Hundred years. I don't know if you get hundred, but I'm pretty sure that after hundred years. So in two thousand and ninety-two, yeah, ninety-three, the club have got to repay all the bond money. All oh, right, that's all right, isn't it? And apparently they do have to set aside money. I think if you look at the accounts, in the accounts, it shows the money they've set aside to repay. Now, luckily for West Ham, they only sold 800. So is it, is it did they give them money back when it wasn't successful? No. Well, no. no. They get their money back in... Really? They should have got the money back two. when we got the new ground. Oh. Yeah. They're going get the money back um, at the moment, are they? No. no, no, no. Funny thing about it is, I, I, I say it's funny you should say you didn't get it. I, I, when the bond scheme was happening, I think I kind of did understand, not understand it as in I understand it and I'm going to buy it because I was pretty much I'd only just come out of college, art college, and um, what I was doing at the time there was a lot of. Um, printing work with the British Gas, BT, water, everything was being privatised at the time. Yeah. And people wanted to hand over their money for, they thought it was a good investment. So I did kind of get it. And I do think West Ham and Arsenal were doing the same thing. They were following the trend. But as usual, even back then days, they didn't understand football fans. And they wasn't asking sort of middle-class people who already had their mortgage in place. And had no way of investing in something other than a mortgage because you were getting good interest rates having your money in the bank and bank and Tessas were out, which preceded ISAs. So there was a lot of investment opportunities that people wanted to take advantage of. And West Ham were only following soup. It didn't go down well. But it it, it was the marketing. Um, the marketing was the, the fact is that what, what people may not realise is that if they'd have redeveloped the stand using the bond scheme money, the capacity would have been twenty eight thousand, I believe. Yeah, all seat stand or the no, whole the whole the whole ground, um, and then basically what they so what the club was saying were with terracing they had thirty six thousand. Uh, thirty, yeah, thirty-five or thirty-six thousand with the, with the North Bank, the South Bank, and the and the Lower East, the terracing, and it's got to go all seat because the government has said it. Uh, and if you don't buy one of these, you might not get to watch West Ham. Oh, yeah, yeah, blackmail, wasn't that, it? Was the way it was no, it was yeah, it was pure blackmail. The way they'd done the marking, it was pure blackmail. They were appealing to the out of towner. Yeah. That's what it was about. Didn't appeal to me. Was that 92? No. 92. 92. It was three bonds, I believe. There was like a £500 bond, a £750 bond, I believe, and a £900 bond. Um, I can double-check this. I've still got all the paperwork from the era. 
not that I applied for a bond because I, I, at the time, I'm glad you said that, Al, to be fair. And it, I, I still sort of believe it now that I, they were almost like traitors. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I did buy into the don't buy the bond, you know, the fans need to rise up and fight this. But the and, amount of money, the amount of money, it's it's one of them things that, oh, you know, it's n- oh, it's not that much money. Oh, I don't know. For the person, couple of holidays, wasn't it? Was it then? Oh, Back in the early nineties, so. it you was go a lot on of money for me. <laughs> <laughs> Day week, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's. You know, it's almost like that someone's decided, right, we can appeal to, you know, it's, it's not out of people's reach, but it's it's enough to get us a few quid in. Do you know what I mean? They could have said some silly amount, couldn't they? Yeah. But then again, if they'd have gone lower, sound like Bruce Fulton now, if, if they'd have gone lower, they'd probably, and, and said something like 100 quid, they probably would have got more than what they got now. Yeah, but not. then they wouldn't have raised the money. The thing is, the 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 prices were set because all the money was to be used to pay for the new stands. So basically, the Bobby Moore stand and the Centenary stand—they right. were the two stands that were down to be built. So for for to create an all-seater stadium, so it would have, that's what West Ham were doing. They were raising funds. Now the Arsenal had done it, and it it was more better managed than West Ham. But what people forget is Arsenal managed to do it. They, they were off the back of winning the title twice in three yeah. years and winning cups. West Ham were trying to take money off the of fans and they'd won nothing for 12 mm. years. Yeah. But we're used to that, and we? We don't mind well, winning, yeah, you know, So, while it's all right copying. I think Rangers have done it. So, it's all right saying, well, Rangers were doing it and Arsenal were doing it. And what they felt to realise is, but they had teams that won games. Yeah. I wonder if Rangers lost, Rangers bondholders lost their bonds then when they went in liquidation. I reckon they did. Um, Not yeah. Rangers podcast, I'm sorry. But... Yeah, well, well, that's another. Mm. Anyway, let's move on from the yeah. bond. Who, I wish they never fucking bought it up. talking about the yeah, bond? Sorry about God. that. I don't well, I well, know nothing about the bond. <laughs> okay, let's ask another question. Right, you have a dinner party in your new home. Right. Choose the menu and special celebrity guest. Oh, you should have asked me this before, so I could think about it. Do you want me to... Oh, well, you... No, uh, oh, well, a menu. Right, so... so, so Which favourite food? Favourite food. Well, we'd have to go with um, our steak and chips, I suppose. Yeah, that's out of town. Or aren't you getting it? You're out of town of points for that. I don't. Uh, there's no What's way you're inviting cup? around people to eat pie and mash, is there? Nah. Even if nah. like someone's delivered it or something, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> What's your yeah, favourite you cut of steak? Uh, probably, pro- uh, a safe. I suppose. Uh, rump. I was going to say fillet, but it, I think because it's a dearest, you think it's the best, but a uh, rump. Not necessarily. It's T-bone. Yeah, I haven't had one well, in for years. T-bone, you get a little bit of both there. Yeah. So how yeah. do you have it cooked? Uh, made, medium rare. Okay. T-bone's a cut that if you like your, 
your steak well done people we'll have a bit of deep tea bone because it gets a bit of flavour out of the bone yeah and you can and I'm I, does it count do I get a point for picking the bone up even if well, I'm in a restaurant well I'll tell you what the old to, to quote a um, to quote that's a tanner point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I think that's a good out of tanner. So we said medium rare. Oh, a media thought were good, good fellas when he says, oh, an aristocrat. So that's an extra out of tanner point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm winning or losing. I've lost track. No, yeah, I reckon you've already got a few bedrooms in your house at the moment. Things are looking good. No, yeah. I mean, you, the, the, you could have got more in the... the uh, the the bond of the question, but you're an honest man, have it, and that's okay. not going to work against you. We're a fair call here. Yeah, okay then. I'll, I'll yeah, you, you didn't the right. truth and all that. You didn't want. Right. Oh, how about how about you? you who's your special celebrity guest? Special celebrity. Don't guest. have to be West Ham related. Which is no, just probably ain't going to be. I mean, no. you hear so much. I mean, I know this is a football thing, all right? No, but, it can be. Well, it ain't a football no. thing, really, is it? No, not really. Um, we don't know much about football the best of times, have it? Let's be honest. I don't really talk about football outside of uh, talking about oh, football. Lovely, healthy lifestyle, it sounds like, doing that. You know? Because there's so much... It's too much talk now, isn't there? It's not, there is. All the games are not being played and there's everyone's talking about it. Yeah. You know, come to my channel and, yeah. you know, listen to me talk about West Ham. It's so, it's so much you can talk about, isn't there? So, That's right. I wouldn't have anyone to do with football. I'd give me a break there. So, are they got to be alive? No. Oh, oh, that's a bit. It's not going to be a very fun party if I invite a load of dead people, though, is it? That's well, great. we'll bring them back. All right. Uh, <laughs> I think Salvador Dali's got to be in here somewhere. Really? Yeah. Why him? Because oh. he's weird and yeah. and interesting. Paints a pretty picture. Oh, yeah, it's good. To, it's just one of them people, you know, just got oddball, you know, and it'd be interesting. Mm. What would you ask him? Um, how'd you get your moustache to stick up like that? <laughs> be glue knowing him. A Done a lot of commercial work, you know, Dali. He designed the chopper, is it chopper chops? You know, the, the lollies. Chopper oh, the chopper chopper. Yeah, it is yeah. chopper Chopper Cups, isn't it? Chopper Chops, he designed yeah. it, I think. Did he? That was Darley. What, the, the rapper? He didn't yeah. design it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Darley. Sweet, I'll look that up, actually, oh. because I'm going to feel a bit of a fucking fool if I'm wrong and it's another artist. Uh, I might be getting my artist mixed up. Uh, keep suppose, talking, Nigel. I suppose you've got to have a, a comic in there as well, someone funny, but uh, who was Tommy Cooper. How about him? Sounds fantastic to me. Tommy uh, Cooper. Don't, you know, that don't surprise me you like Tommy Cooper. But, but, if he, uh, I'm not sure, Tommy Cooper or Spike Milligan. No, I'll go for Spike Milligan. Tommy Cooper's a lot yeah. of one. Yeah, yeah. Spike Have Milligan. you looked back at these comedians lately? Yeah, yeah. And, um, like, there's two. T- what are you thinking? Thing. They're not funny anymore. No, well, it's not, it's not quite that. It's the, the, the political correctness of it. Etc. What there wasn't any. Well, I'm talking when you said Spike Milligan. Oh, I immediately thought that Indian impression he'd done. But he was born in India. That's why he was. Of course, he was. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, Nigel, you're doing an impression of an Englishman now. Air out of order. Yeah. 
<laughs> quite bloody right. Yeah, it was Dali who designed it. I was quite right. I thought I was. What was what, the lollipop? Yeah, the chopper shops. Oh, done, I learned something today. There you go. He yeah. done a few things. I looked looked the rest up. Yeah, I, I, I'm in this lockdown. I'm enjoying Minder. I'm watching reruns mm. of Minder. Did you watch it the first time round? Yeah, it's my oh, favourite. It's actually there's not much to it, but no. it's nice to watch having a sort of half watch because you know you're not missing anything. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, nice it's a bit shallow, isn't it? Although George Carl was, he was the. I yeah. think it was meant for um, Dennis Waterman to as a vehicle for him. But I think it was, it was yeah, yeah, because he That's, didn't he write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right, and I see lots of places uh, around Shepherd's Bush area. So I've done, used to, uh, I had a few gigs around that area, um, advertising gigs um, oh. around there, and I see lots of places that I recognise, and I like it's London based, and I like London based stuff. I don't know, we got on this across. Did we, you ever gig yourself, Jay? No, I, I'm. I never. Had, I always wanted to be a better guitarist as. We yeah, all do, time don't we? Yeah, yeah, time here. Yeah, and we never drummer, had... To be fair. You were a drummer? I was in the boys' brigade. Oh, okay. Like, well, the first thing they give you is a bugle. Yeah. I've got to tell you what, couldn't blow that, mate. Because you don't blow it. Apparently, nah. you blow like a raspberry. Like... Yeah. That's right, yeah. That was my first instrument uh, yeah. at grammar school. Oh, i got to slip it that way in grammar school. Grammar and, uh, school? Grammar right. school, yes. Yeah, here we go. That's another out-of-towner point. Grammar school did you go then? Uh, Royal Liberty. Oh, where's what Rumford is that? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a it Royal. Was a, huh? Did you Royal say Liberty. Royal? Royal, 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 not oil. Royal, Royal, yeah. Royal Liberty Grammar School for boys. I can't knock it. My mum went grammar school, though it was yeah. Plasto Grammar. I yeah, mean. I didn't do very well, but I got sort of like a little bit of knowledge about a lot of things, but. Didn't really. Um, I found music and girls, and that it all went out of window. Education. How far did you get with your music, Alan? Was you a bit of a? I thought you were going to say how far did you get with a girl? No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about that off air. I've gone a lot now, and I had a flashback. Um, right. And far with the music, not really. It was just a hobby, really. Yeah, uh, been in a couple of, a uh, couple of. I, well, not. I didn't get in a band till I was thirty, and uh, I wrote a shitload of songs, and um, we played them. Didn't get anywhere, you know. And then got married, had kids, didn't play the guitar for about I don't know another ten years or whatever. Yeah, and. Um, and then one day I thought, all these songs, I'm going to record them properly with proper people in a studio. So I did that. I had a mate who had a studio and he produced some stuff for me and I've got a girl out of um, Salt to Salt to sing on it. Mm. I've got um, some people that were not so – well, everybody else wasn't famous, but, you know, and I've got a lot of material done professionally. But now – um, sort of just it's just a hobby, really. Yeah, I, I'm no good at playing the guitar. I've been playing the guitar for 50 years and I'm crap. Uh, do you know what? You, you, you're you never as a guitarist, you're never happy, are you? 
but you can play the guitar. It's like me. My, son, my missus is a, she's really a virtuoso, but she's a bit of a fraud. She, what she does, she does a, a Zoom calls now. And she says, can I do the Zoom calls in your room while, you know, uh, and you go out. And what she wants, she wants all my guitar collections and the amps behind. Oh. So she, everyone thinks she's up to date and trendy, oh. but she won't pick out and play them. She, she a guitarist. She was grade nine, but she's a classical guitarist. Oh, and she's right. not, she's not a, a blues bender like me. All right, I'm a purely pentatonic man, to be honest. All right, um, but what's I going to say about? Uh, you said that far. I didn't have a hit. Yeah, I didn't uh, have a hit. Uh, did you get? I mean, I went to. About 10 years ago, I was thinking to myself, if I would have been a bassist, if I'd have just dropped the ego, um, learnt the bass, I would have walked into any band. Do you ever, did you ever think well, about that's that? What, that's what I was, a bass guitarist. Oh, you was? Yeah. Or oh, maybe you didn't. Well, I only took out, I bought myself a bass about, actually, the missus bought it for me for, for Christmas. She bought a cheap one, 65 quid. I never knew such a thing existed. What? Yeah, exactly. Well, you play it through a digital interface now yeah. and uh, an emulator amp because you need a bass amp otherwise and it sounds as good as anything else now i always thought myself i'd be good at bass it's not fucking i'd crack them out easy peasy what's happening and everything or? oh yeah the lot yeah, just by seeing like the mark king and stuff like that and that bernard what's his name we had a sheik i mean he was the man wasn't he oh he was, was yeah. he? i can't remember his surname bernard something um I just picked it up and I was this sort of kind of myself fucking wasting my life. I could have stood there, had a few drinks, you know, just played music. But, well, you my, know, my, well, this the, is boyfriend's a bass player. Is yeah. he? He, um, he's just set up his own music uh, company. Yeah. He, but session, he's, he's played Glastonbury. Um, he's been on telly. He, he's, he, he's, oh yeah. He keeps popping up here, there and everywhere. As a session player, he does well. Yeah, does well out of it. Mm. My, the pinnacle of my career, if you can call it that, uh, was uh, a support act in, in the main fiddler in London. Yes, yeah, um, yeah that's it. We, uh, Saturday night, uh, full house. Um, yeah, and we was in the dressing room with the main band. I can't even remember their name. There's a, a blues band from America. And um, yeah, that was great. That was great. But that was that was it. That was yeah. That was uh, how far we got. Recorded a few bits, but nothing uh, fantastic. Mm. So it's just a hobby. But all that yeah. guitar playing I I do for you mm. is uh, you know I'm stopping starting and yeah, retuning well, it, don't we? Yeah, retuning it and oh. yeah. This is it. I think what happens is. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In the pursuit of semi-perfection, I won't say perfection, um, <laughs> and editing, you become an expert at editing and then you're not playing the guitar and yeah, you're not sort yeah. of rendering on your guitar and you're doing it for different things and then eventually you put it down didn't you for months then you don't pick it up yeah it's a funny strumming silly chords yeah i'm I'm looking on the internet for a a a loop that play that cold because i can't do it you know yeah exactly yeah but that's the fun learning something you'll never you never sell your guitars you know you know you're gonna play it for all your life and you know the joy is learning, but really, you, you, sometimes. But even there, if someone came round, I've, I, I don't know, I should do, I should learn it. But if someone come round and says, "I'll play us a song," I won't be able to play a song all the way through. No, no, I, this is that's what I was trying to get. How long you playing? Fifty years. I'll yeah, play something. No, I can't. I no, can't, I can't. Because you've got no interest because there's no one there to so sort of motivate you to yeah. get in the song to be that's in true. a band. Yeah, that's true. You'd do it for different reasons, didn't you? Yeah. Anyway, that's another question, Dan. Oh, I've another... done. I've done another one for the. Uh, oh, the, right. That's the uh, the show tunes. Oh, beautiful! But it's uh, I've I've surpassed myself this time. Oh, I like the sound of this. Oh. Well, you've never disappointed me, so I'm going to look forward to this now. I just got to animate them all. Yeah, lots on, a... but you know, it's, it's good that everybody's got something to do. That's what I love about you, Alan. Well, it's always always different. Yeah. <laughs> and you've always got saying, "Oh, I've just done this." I'm well, not. It... I'm not a big fan of people saying, "I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that." No. You're my type of guy. You're like me. He's like, "Oh, I've just happened to do this." Well, well, when I did some of the stuff for you, uh, the, the the David Gold one, yeah, the pure gold, pure gold. Um, and I, I managed to do a couple in a night. You were saying you was getting the yeah. songs, and. Uh, because when you first asked me to do it, I thought that's impossible. But what we you can download MIDI files and you know it's a bit like getting the sheet music and having someone play it for you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so yeah, I was happy how that went. Yeah, it was good fun, that wasn't it? Yeah, it if was. you haven't um, uh, seen or heard a musical, you can find it on the Hammers Chat Forum channel or or Google Pure Gold West Ham Musical, and you'll probably find it. And um, hang I, him. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that was it. Actually, you took longer to do that than Abby did to take oh. it to do the actual music <laughs> to do your one line. What fun we had, though, which oh. is always the main no, thing. It was good. It? it was good. 
It was a lot of fun. It was good. It was a lot of fun. So if you do, if you haven't seen that, um, yeah, it's well worth a look. Yeah, you know, even if you just have the sound on and just listen to the music, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, it was lost on me a bit. It was good fun, but what I never knew was is that that some of the songs were from like based on musical songs. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd never heard the Chicago ones. No, at all. that's the thing. No. I never until I sat. On, I watched Chicago with my wife after. Obviously, we'd gone through Pure Gold, and I'm sitting there going. Oh, I know that song. That was yeah. him. Well, because <laughs> I had to drum them into me myself so I could do it. I At the end of it, I, I said to the missus, do you want to go and see it in the West End? It was like, cost me about 300 quid. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. I'm, I'm, you, know, you, know. you see, when I used to go to musicals. Um, you they... paying 300 quid then? for No. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Another point. There's <laughs> <laughs> another room. <laughs> no, no, like, you know, I'd, I, I, people. For me, like I'd, as with my trade, I always say I was born the wrong side of London because I I had someone ring up. They'd ring up from Kensington, and I'd I'd double my price, not just because I was in East London, but yeah. I, I knew they had a bit of money. Which whatever, so you go and do the job. And then I remember someone rang me up from Canning Town and said, uh, I'm locked out of my ass, mate. How much? And I went, oh, it's 35 quid, mate. He went, fuck it. I kicked the door in. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and that's why I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I don't get the work because oh, right. okay. where I lived, where, you know, my local area, I, I used to um, work as a freelancer, but the, the Bloke, the one of the biggest locksmiths in London, only used freelancers. So I had East London, but East London was his worst performing area. <laughs> because yeah, well, hang on a minute, hang on. This, your East London, your towners. Yeah, there is a rumor that, that you know they used to leave their back doors open. It was all right. Yeah. So how, how would you do as a locksmith there? Well, not very well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be fair. Um, so that's why I had to go travelling over to the west side and pick up uh, what I could. Um, because generally, you know, in the in the East End, um, you get you know, you get people locked out. Some people would pay, some people wouldn't. But you just knew you just wouldn't you know, you wouldn't get the big money in, in the East End. How did you how did you get in? Did you have to use one of them things where you got three little things and you like they do on the films? And well, no, it, you know, I'm one of them people where I sit there and go, you can't do it like that. So you can't give it away realistically, but yeah, I've got lock picks. Yeah, um, there, there's other forms. There's locksmiths plastic. There's other ways of getting in. Um, Upstairs window. Well, no, no, you could pop a window. I, I mean, I was trained in the art of, of getting in and getting out. Yeah. Um, so I was trained in the art of opening whatever was easiest. Ah, oh, gotcha. But no damage. Um, so I, I was sort of trained. And, not, you, not, and you still do that now? Uh, I, I dabble in it. I've moved on to electronic security now. But obviously I've still got the skill. I still, you know, people still ring me up and say, can you sort this out? Can you get me Don't in here? Don't incriminate yourself. 
Well, no. I, you have... <laughs> There's the stuff I can say publicly, and then the best stories are kept. From... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, like my day trip to Scotland. That was good. It says a lot about me. that I, I knew what, the, when you were talking about musicals, I knew everything. And then you went to locksmiths and stuff and you, the Perry just completely lost me. Yeah. yeah well, I don't know anything about locksmiths. And I work for a security camera, uh, company as well. So. Ah. Yeah. Well, do you? What, was that your job for how long? Oh, no, no. It's sort of like... Um, it wasn't your trade. Oh, no. I'm going to get about fucking... Like, 10 points in a minute. Oh, come uh, on. What was your trade, Alan? I haven't really got a trade. I, 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 I was a welder, right? And my father had a shop, right? And I did five years at night school, three nights a week, yeah. while I worked for a, an engineering company. Yeah. And I did this welding, I did MIG and TIG and all that business. Yeah. And then I took the exam. Pass the exam, yeah. and that was the last time I welded. Yeah. Which is 40 years ago now. Yeah. And then I worked in a shop. Because it was, and what? What was the shop? Oh, it was a, a convenience store. Oh. Whereabouts? Uh, on a corner. <laughs> so it was a corner shop? <laughs> it was a corner shop. <laughs> so you ran a corner shop? Yeah, I ran a corner shop. Where was that then? On a corner. Yeah, but a corner <laughs> where? No, I don't want people to come here and say, I bought a tin of beans from you 15 years ago. And well, I mean, got a tin of name in the shop. Just like, what area? What area? Oh, it was uh, South Long Church. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, oh well, right. I want to have a question for you, Alan. Go on. Have you ever looked up your family tree? We haven't got any trees in our garden. Really? Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Uh, my mother did it. Yeah. And my sister did it more uh, inten- intensely. Like, yeah. Because she had the use of the internet. Yeah. And they were telling me all the, these stories about uh, my granddad's uncle used to have a, like, a wheelbarrow. Used to go down the road, and uh, what I'm trying to say is that I'm not really interested. Right. Not really interested. I That's don't know fair. why. I don't know why, but you know. Was your family just? Was it you not interested, or was? Or did you find anything interesting? No, no, well, well, my my mum says uh, that one of my. Uh, I don't know, my great great grandmother or a great granddad or something owned a lot of the commercial road. What in Shoreditch? Yeah, yeah, oh. lots of proper, not the commercial, road, but commercial lots of pro- street commercial oh, road. Sorry. Yeah, it is. I do beg your pardon. Yeah, it's like um, look, property on the road, you know, commercial road, like going up to the east end, and uh, and and um. A great aunt of mine owned the Cherry Tree Pub in Raynham. Oh yeah, and a woodman and an onga. Yeah. Um, but no, no, I don't even keep in touch with cousins and uncles and all that now. Anyway, a lot of guests. If your dad was one of nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most, I mean, he's ninety-three now, so there's not many of them left. 
Mm. Mm. All right, let's move on to another question. You can dump any West Ham-related personality. Who would it be? You can't say Sean because he ain't got a personality. I don't, I don't know anything about Sean and all that, Clara, and you and all that. I've no idea. Well, um, you know, I mean, not that local entirely. Do you know what I mean? Not, I don't know, Russell Brand might get on your tits or something like that. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, you know. Can oh, you think of anyone who you think you say, oh, I wish you weren't a West Ham fan? James Calder, maybe. Yeah, I thought it's funny. I think that might be a popular answer. And I used to like him and all that. But it's went, funny, isn't it? You know, I did. It all went um, to his head, didn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, why, why, why. The only thing that used to annoy me was 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 with um, Allardyce. But then they all do that, don't they? They, they, they all yeah. say whoever the manager is and stuff like that. But I don't mind James Corden. No. I, I generally, uh, with football, I, I always look at it like how it was, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago. You go to the match, you watch the match, shit happens or you like you win or whatever, and you go and work Monday, talk about it for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then that's it. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And then next Saturday, rinse, repeat. Absolutely. I remember it being like that, like through sort of like when I used to go to the football on my own, steam on my own, go to the football, have a couple of beers, watch the football, go home and watch Baywatch. Hey. Exactly. It got me, mates. I mean, by the time you had a good look at Pamela Anderson and et cetera, like you forgot about the football and everything. And then you were going out, you know, and enjoying yourself. It was it was just part of your Saturday, wasn't it? And now it's, okay, listen, I, I buy into it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's sort of part of what I do now. But there's a lot of it. Yeah, and there's only so much. much to talk about. Overthinking people, over analyzing. And I don't think we're enjoying it like we used to. No, no, no. I, 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 I mean, when I was a kid, I didn't know who the chairman was or... I didn't know what the accounts were. I didn't no, know how much they cared. paid for players or cared. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I we- find that I do. That's the one bit I do find baffling that um, people now want to know the ins and outs uh, of a of a transfer deal. That people yeah, yeah. feel the need to know how much money, which is a bit funny for me because I do the money videos. But the reason when I, I I do the money stuff is I'm. I'm trying to put it plainly that it's not what you think because everyone's an accountant on Twitter. Come, oh yeah, of course, yeah. Come, you know, but, come accounts time, and I'm thinking, when did that become relevant? But when we when we sold Ella, uh, it looks like we took a twenty million drop. Yeah. We didn't take a twenty million drop. Well, it ain't affecting me. I still got no. the same amount of money. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. Maybe this is more West Ham thing since Golden Sullivan because they gave it the big and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. That causes a reaction of people saying, well, you said you were going to do, you, we were going to be richer and it's only be done this and you spent your money on this, blah, de, blah, de, blah. And that causes another reaction. And then the other reaction, and it just totally, totally continues. This is the type of thing that used to be 
kind of exclusive to newspapers to make sort of to fill yeah. column inches to sell yeah. newspapers, and now it's everywhere. Uh, dominating more than sort of the enjoyment of football. And yeah. sometimes I sense if you're a team like um, South, maybe Southampton's not a great example, but New, no, not Newcastle, that's an awful example. I'm struggling, aren't I? No, let's say Southampton. Let's say Southampton. I think you're probably being more focused on what happens on the pitch and looking forward to different. Yeah. stuff rather than um, getting into the nitty gritty of the politics and finances of the club because generally the owners of Southampton are doing a good job even when it seems like they're sending one of their favourite players and they're disappointed about it for a while they well, must be replace a... it with someone else don't exactly sometimes exactly. Yeah. Mm. so maybe that's got something to do with it I think it's the proliferation of news sites that, yeah. that feel the need to pump out stuff so they will cover every single angle just for content. Yeah. And that I mean, is where I uh, point the finger. Yeah. I mean, really, you've got match previews, haven't you? So everyone does a match preview. It's pointless, really, but I would do a match preview. Uh, and then do a match review. You know, we all watch the match. Everyone's got a different opinion, but we've got to listen to X's opinion. I don't get it. I don't get no, it. The match is it. gone. Do we win, we lose. Ah, oh, get on with yeah. it. You know, but that's a, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Apart from the West Ham ladies, now I could talk about that all day. Yeah, we we didn't. We haven't talked about it. You haven't talked that... about it, so you blanked it. You said, how do we get involved with the West Ham ladies? <laughs> then someone mentioned Stephen Hunt, and then it all went, went uh, uh, you know. We did, didn't we? I'm very sorry. Do, do you want us to go through a little bit? We Nigel, let me add it over watching. to Nigel, because Nigel's an advocate of disliking the ladies football, oh, yeah. and you're a big fan of it. Let's yeah. have five minutes talking about well, that. Right, I'll put where I come from, and then you can put me right, Al. So, yeah. so for me, West Ham ladies, one, predominantly don't play in West Ham, never have done. Yeah. Uh, two, uh, the current setup for me is manufactured almost on the form of the MK Dons in that um, when Jack Sullivan another reason to dislike the West Ham ladies now is that when the Sullivans bought the club, the ladies team, they then paid for them to jump two leagues into the women's premier league. Yeah, but that's how it's done. Ah. If, if they hadn't, if uh, Steve, Stephen, uh, the second time I met him, he said, that's what he would have done. That's the way that that's why it's done because not everyone's got the facilities to, Playing at top league, so it is a money thing. Um, but but it's not just West like, Ham. Why can't West Ham ladies playing the league below then? Because for me, I've I went to watch them when they used to play at Averley when Julian Dix was the manager. Yeah, and you, there was a couple of hundred people there, and you really? invariably end up talking to someone's parent because a, a lot of the crowd was the parents. But there seemed to be more of a community um, feel to it. Well, well, when I, 
I'll, I'll start going. The reason, uh, going back to the original question, you might have asked me it before, the, uh, the original question about how I'll get involved. Mm. I'm not even sure there was an original question, actually, thinking about it, but I'll pretend there was. Mm. Um, it's that uh, Geo mm. asked me to go and take some photographs because he knew I had a camera. And, ah. and I, I, they uh, played over the back of my garden. So I could actually ah. take photographs from my garden if if required, but I actually went to the match. And I, I it's it's a really funny thing. I I saw I'm trying something. to guess where you live now, because I'm thinking where the ladies have played. Or I'll tell you, I'll tell you when we go off air. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> or Rosaline. Yeah. Um but all of a sudden you had this I, I'd say you can be involved yourself. The players aren't uh, like five hundred yards away, and they look down at you like a bit of crap. You know that you could. They, these are real people. Yeah, and uh, and also the fact that I I like taking photos, even though I was I I realised that I I was crap at it. Um, I didn't realise what I, I didn't know what I was doing, but I've learned a bit since. Um, and and also also I don't know. It was it was just back to grassroots. It's like going and supporting a non-league team or something where it's it's quite real and how their people... Premier League has that changed then because obviously you started back when I, I would hazard a guess that the girls were more drawn from the local area and we're uh, now using international well, to be fair if you call Rome uh, France um, what else did we have? Uh, New Zealand, the local area, I suppose they were. Oh, but, right. yeah, that was from all over the place. All oh, right. Um, but it, it's just, it was just like a family thing, if you like. And, um, I felt like I could get involved with it. And it's West Ham, but, but West, West Ham, anyone can call them, uh, you could get a team up. Say, say tomorrow you get, 20 girls together, we called ourselves West Ham City. There's nothing stopping you doing that. And so in the beginning. City. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a point <laughs> off. West Ham Borough. Yeah. I'm not out of town, I'm out of country, I think, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, for me, it, I don't as well. I've never bought in just because they've got a West Ham shirt on that yeah. they're, um, as well, that they're, that they're West Ham. Uh, yeah, but you can say that about is Alla West Ham then? Oh, he ain't anymore. Not now. Like well, three no, weeks ago, is Alla West Ham? Yeah, when he was pulling on the shirt. The difference is, for me, West Ham obviously was a football club that was born to represent the West Ham area. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm not stupid. It's obviously snowballed way past that now. Yeah. But as a kid of West Ham. I still try and cling to the, the, the West Ham Football Club is there to represent the area of West Ham and therefore should play within the vicinity of that area. Now, I know people throw at me, we played in East Ham at the bowling. Yes, we did. But let's get this right. When you stepped across the road of Green Street, you crossed the boundary into West Ham. So technically, West Ham Borough was on the well, on the west side of Green Street, Green Street runs from north to south. So on the west side was was West Ham. 
So yeah, but it's all geographical. After, no, after but, yeah, but it is a geographic thing for me. Is it, is coming it, from oh, the yeah. area. Yeah. Because no, I mean, it's it's a sport. I it, if they played in Milton Keynes, I'd, you know, I'd probably still go and take photos or whatever. But it, getting back to the question, uh, I don't think I get my sense of humour now. Uh, um, I never, I don't think I got my sense of humour then, actually. But um, I get on with some of them. I get on with Jack actually, so he's all right. Hmm. Ah. Well, there's a reason. This, that's another reason why I don't like them. <laughs> you got to mm. let it go, Nigel. Yeah, you got a lot of old kid wakes up and yeah. says, "Mum, can you buy me a football club, the West Ham Ladies, please?" You know, and it was just dressed up. I watched ten minutes of that documentary, and it was like, "Off, no, can't do it, can't." Yeah, but, yeah, but it's, we're all we're all self um, promoting, aren't we? I mean, we're self promoting here, surely. Yeah. Oh no, don't get me wrong. You know, it's just because it's... Because I'll tell them about my new album coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you got a book as well. Yeah, you got to do that. you got to have a little bit of a plug. I've got an half-written book and half an album, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just hate them, basically, and I think it just stems from that as well. That's why. Oh, right. yeah, so, well, yeah, well, that is... I don't suppose I'm, that's a good starting You know, I'm glad the girls got to play at Upton Park at least once. Yeah, for me, they they should have played. Maybe they shouldn't have. No, they should have. They should have played every game there. Oh right, then they would have been West Ham for me. Because what what I'm saying is, let's say they played at Averley. Well, why weren't they called Averley Ladies then? Good point, isn't it? Maybe we should get one of these ladies on, have a propaganda. Yeah, which one? Which one? The uh, professional or the old school? I've got a funny feeling we might do a bit better with the old school. I don't think we get any good with the pros. It's a real, it's a real uh, strange thing. But uh, you know, speaking to some of the girls, some of the girls just play football to keep fit. You know, whereas it's a passion for us, and it's a passion for a lot of them. But you've got that in the in the amateurs say that they were just doing it to keep fit. Hmm. It don't make any good, does it? But, you know, it's just one of them things. I think p- women's football now is in a very precarious position myself. Yeah. I mean, they, I don't think they know what's going on. You've got a big free in, in, in like, speech marks and all the rest are trying to make up the numbers. A bit like, a bit like the premiership, really. But The th- thing for me, quickly, in regards to that, is obviously – Women's footballs run the West Ham. The money has to come from somewhere. It don't come out of Sullivan's pocket. So it comes out of West Ham's United Football Club's pocket. Right. So well, they've got sponsors. They've got sponsors. Yeah, but does it? I mean, the the money that um, it costs to run a ladies' football team. It's obviously a loss making exercise. That's what I'm saying. But when it was put to me, you know, at some point you have to start. And perhaps yeah. ten years yeah. time, it'd be self-sustaining. If yeah. I thought that, then I could probably buy into it a bit better. But for me, it just seems like the, the especially now with the way the clubs are, that it is the money clubs. 
Yeah. But, but we'll talk about money again. I, I mean, I, all I'm interested in is the 11 kicking a ball on a pitch. You know, perhaps I'm being a bit, you know, naive. No, but mm, I nah. it could have been different. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, I remember the Doncaster Bells were the best. That's what I was thinking of. Because when you said the big three there, and I first have a bit, that's not the Doncaster Bells no, now. I've got nothing, eh? Uh, Chelsea and Arsenal. Chelsea, Arsenal, Man City now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, so, and that's the thing for me where I think women's football's not lost it. Uh, or thing is, because it's just morphed into another Premier League, it's all about the money. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. And it's all, it's, it, so that's, when I started watching women's football, it wasn't that. No. That's what I love. There's no diving, there's no histrionics. They're just normal people having a good game of football, end of, and that's it, you know? But now it's all, oh, how much money you got? Oh, I've got to hang now. I've got to have the week off. You know, it's 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 getting like that. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, it's a shame we didn't talk about that earlier. We've done an hour. Should we do a summing up, Judge Khan? Yeah, and okay. we'll talk about ladies another day with maybe a lady or Stephen, maybe. Yeah. 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 Get Stephen on. Yeah. She made your film, to be fair. You what, bud? She made your film. Well. How far you got with it, Len? Well, I'm waiting for some kind of instruction, really, because Gonzo's getting involved as well. So I've kind of got to wait to see what they say, what happens. Because, (laughs) well, this could be a while. But the, the, the fact of the matter is... You, Stephen, yourself, and Gonzo know more, more of the story about the ladies, and I don't really know anything. Right. Um, so I've got to hear more from you before I make some kind of animation, make I'm a not, film I'm about not it. Sure it's even, I find it interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure which way the, the storyboard is going to go, to be honest. I couldn't, I couldn't, well, when, when they had the discussion on the, the uh, Zoom call, I, I, I couldn't follow what they was aiming for, to be honest. No, but, not really. It just seemed a little bit introductory, didn't it? Well, yeah, I don't know nothing yeah. about it. For me, the story, I thought, would have been from when they have took over the club to finish when they played Tottenham. Uh, um, That's how I imagine it. At Upton Park. That's uh, how I imagine it. I'd say being a uh, an avid or avid uh, lady supporter, the the Upton Park was just um, for me another game. All right, they got a load of people there and they played on Upton Park. Uh, they, they played, a, you know, there's a lot of other games that were more important, and you know. Well, but again, I'll throw it back to. But that's finally the West Ham ladies team playing at West Ham. Hmm. Yeah. Not at Dagenham. Not at I don't know wherever they've played on church or or love of the grounds. You know they they've 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 lived a nomadic life. Yeah, I mean home church, uh, home church uh, Perth was it Perth Tharrock Tharrock. I went to see them there as well. Actually, I've, oh, I've, you did? Yeah, yeah. I went to see them down at um, the Tharrock Hotel. Um, what was the score? Do you know? Um, uh, you, uh, you remember you got uh, 
you got one of them. What's I can't it? remember. Memory man job. I think they won the game. I'd, the funny thing no, you won. weren't there. You weren't there. They, you think they won. You weren't there. Walking round, said the ladies' youth team or, or youngsters going round selling tickets, raffle tickets. That's the funny thing. I know it's mad that I, that I do remember from that game. Oh, no, you lost me. I don't, uh, you know. Well, who were they playing? Come on, I'm putting you on the spot. I might get some points back. I don't know if it was Tottenham. I think it was Tottenham. Because I went with my neighbour, who's a Tottenham fan. Oh, right. Was you impressed? No, I, I, I've watched, as I said, I watched them a few times when Dix was the manager when they played at Averley. And... um the football weren't great, but it, it was a king, you know, it was non-league football, but you, you couldn't fault the effort by the girls. No, no. And, that, and that's the thing. It was a more honest type of football. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what drew me to it. And it's, it's everything, you know. It's Whereas I was getting bored by the Premier League, if you like. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, the thing that I remember shocked me is that I think I remember talking to Tottenham's because I was standing with my Tottenham mate and he was with Tottenham. I was standing and Tottenham's, the, the man that run Tottenham's ladies come over and said, oh, Tottenham give them 25, 30 grand. And no. West Ham were giving them nothing. No, like no. West Ham no. ladies. And I was like, oh, that's, that's not on, is it? And the bloke went, well, what does it matter? And I went, well, I'm a West Ham fan, mate. He was like, oh, because I was with the Tottenham boys. He thought I was Tottenham. Yeah, they weren't affiliated. Oh. They weren't affiliated with the club. I mean, you would have thought like having Julian Dix uh, managing them, there'd he have been some nothing. sort of connection, right? wouldn't you? Dix, he huh? managed the club for nothing. Did he? I well, I think the, the, the guy who succeeded him managed them for nothing. All oh, right. Yeah. It was just, uh, his, I, I mean, if they would have known they was paying nothing, I would have done that. <laughs> you took the photographs for nothing. <laughs> took the photographs. I uh, went to Europe, didn't I, with them? You know, that's that's dedication. Hmm. Well, that's another story. Yeah. Summing up time. Summing up. Come on, sum me up. Summing up time. Right. I need to sort of confer. Okay. Let's to go. approach the bar. Yeah. Right. What do you think? He's definitely an out-of-towner. I don't think... He, 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 funny enough, it's probably where he's born. He's Boulder country, isn't he? Yeah. Because the, the voice is town, straight away. Yeah. No, obviously... There's a lot of towner in him. Yeah. But I think... I, I think mean, he's made the correct... T-bone is sort of... That's what I would imagine. I mean, the T-Bone Steakhouse was was quite, uh, you know, would what people would go. And if you was going for a posh dinner, for me as a kid, you know, that's what people would have, a T-Bone Steak. So, th- therefore, I would give it the Tanner mark for the T-Bone Steak. Uh, he went grammar school, but then again, there was grammar schools. Um, that, that don't hold that against him. Um, he was born out of town. He- Decided to live out of town, and he seems happy there. Is that right, Al? You was born at home? Yeah, I was born indoors, yeah. That's yeah, a bit working class, isn't it? <laughs> <that? Yeah. laughs> I've still got the umbilical cord somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I, 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 go on, you, you give your summing up, and then... I, I'm thinking... 
I'm thinking he's a towner and I think he's worth a planning permission of a three to four bedroom house, but I'm not quite. There's something. There's something. All right. There's contentment with him. He's an out-of-towner. There's a lot of... Um, th- there's not a town of traits. Yeah. But I, he's, I, I don't think he wants to be a towner. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about... The, look look, look oh, how oh, he's in, enjoyed oh, up to the park. I just thought of something. I just thought of something. I, I don't know whether it's, in, it's uh, in the area, but I did do Hackney Market for eight years. Well, Hackney was at Hackney Dog Track. That's Hackney it. Dog yeah, Track was Hackney Dog Track Road, which was Stratford. Um, and obviously, I f- think it's where the Copper Box is now. They, uh, that they uh, during my time there, they built a stadium, and then I think it fell apart, didn't it? Yes, I think yeah. that's between the Hackney Cut and the River Lee, which is still technically Hackney because it's the West side of the River Lee. I might not be right. That's, we spoke about this before, me. That's where they put the. You went round Carpenter's Road to the bus garage and hook a right in the Walterdon Road. That's right, Walterdon Road, yeah. And then you went up and the dog track was on the left. But and the hack just, track, I never started until. And there was a traveller's There was a traveller's site at the front of it. Yes. Um, and then when you go past there, you just take your life in your own hands, in. Yeah, a lot of people are. Yeah, you cross over the the Blackwall Tunnel approach, J102, and that's where yeah. Anthony started for me. When yeah. you cross there, there was the start of the marshes. You go into Womit and you had the Kingsmead Estate, I think. Which is, yeah, so I did that for the day, let alone at night. Yeah, I did it. I started there when I was about 37, I think. All right. Do you want to finish, Len, and then I'll make my decision? <coughs> Oh dear. Pardon me. Sorry about that. It's all right. Well, he declared an out of town. Well, I'm going to give him an offer. I'm yeah, going to go offer, on. I'm going to offer you yeah. uh, town status, a nice four-bedroom house with a basement that you could have as your studio in. Ooh. Such as like hey, it's okay. my granddad's you- house. My great-granddad's house as a kid we had the downstairs basement in Crofton Road where we used to have our parties. Um, so I'll offer you that. Oh, I had, a, I had a, an aunt in Forest Gate, and I think they had a basement as well. Yeah. So nice terraced house. We'll, yeah. we'll give you four beds. And, and Who's living next door, though, because, you know, terraced houses and all that. Yeah. Well, you're good because you can always hear the neighbours arguing. Oh, that's all right. It's better than the telly sometimes, isn't sometimes, it? Sometimes it used to be. But then sometimes you would listen to them and think, Jesus, they can hear us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, that's what I'm going to offer you. Will you You're take judge. it? You're the judge. Well, uh, that is my decision. Do you, so, do you want to take that? Uh, I'd, I'd take town, town status, yeah. I'd take so it's like argue, then. is it is it uh, like a like the keys to the city some something like somewhat. that somewhat we'll get you a scroll made up somewhat it's not, yeah it's not because I've got to do a load of music later on or something and you're just trying to keep me sweet is it no we won't do that <laughs> I think you've had it off to be honest with you and I think you've done all right have you is this uh, the first town huh yes yeah 
How comes Russ weren't? Mate, no he's, he's nowhere near a tanner. <laughs> nowhere near it. He, he falls into the university. I still think he's a student, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still got a student mentality. Nothing wrong with that. It's kind of, I don't know, he's got a lot of energy, Russ. You know what yeah. I mean, he's, he's, there's something about him that he still wants to be a student and that just sort of comes through with everything he does. Have you seen bet, his uh, lunchtime special? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's too happy. Russ is too happy to be a tan. This is it. He's got, I mean. Yeah. Miserable, Al, but you've got that bit of trait in you. So yeah, I, had, I have been called miserable. <laughs> yeah, that's the tan. <laughs> more than one occasion. I think that's what Nigel's took a shine to. Yeah. As I say, you've done the right out of him. You, you must be a kindred spirit. I hope I, I, I haven't come across as miserable, though. You know, I was hoping to come across as sort of happy-go-lucky. <laughs> Uh, you know, like happy go unlucky or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. We've made the decision. He's accepted it. We've got our first tanner, Mr. Oh, Alan. Boom. In the back of the net. Thank you very much, Alan. All right. Thank you. Um, I'm honoured. There you go. Uh, Len, last something, last thing to say. Well, congratulations, I suppose. If you, oh, I mean, right. if you're happy yeah. with it. You know, a, if, you know, everyone's happy. It's the first thing I've won. I won't say it's a victory of any sorts. It's just, a, it's just, it's just Nigel being his normal judgmental self, to be quite frank. Do I get a badge or anything? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, think, oh, I don't know. You, you could probably lead a pack of Staffordshire Bull Terriers um, down right. Regent Lane. We, you know, we're not going to have a flock of sheep, are we? Or, or we could rustle some horses from the old days of the Betts and Marshes and I'd let you drive them through, you know, like, you know, like when you, you come a Freeman London, you're entitled to drive sheep across London. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wonder where he was going with that. Well, yeah. that's what it is, but obviously we're not going to have sheep um, yeah. around there. But when I was a kid, we used to have the gypsies horses down by the docks. So I, I, funny enough, you say that we just had two horses ride past the window. There you go. Blimey. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a tanner when you've got asses. You've got your horses running horses, past the window. just gone past. Well, I meant to mention it. But. There was loads of horses about. But that was, you know, back in the day when you had the rag and bone man, though, still, and, and the old... Um... Yeah, and then they invented the car sort of thing, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> I remember well, the rag and bone man with the horse. Funny yeah. enough. You still had the rag and bone man. Yeah, someone going behind with a bucket, picking up all the manure. Yeah. Happy days. They oh. were. Thanks for coming on, Alan. All right, that's all right. I, I had nothing better to do anyway. So oh, that's a good job because if you had, <laughs> I mean, I would have, I would have encouraged you to do it. Oh, I've been, I've been sitting here by the microphone since about ten o'clock this morning. Like, have you? Yeah. Like when you yeah. was a kid at Upton Park. So, I just like when I was a kid. I'm glad you was paying attention. Yeah, just when I was a kid at Upton Park. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, send you my latest. Wonderful. All right. So Thanking you, Alan. All right, and thank you, Nigel. You're welcome, Alan. Thanks for coming. All right, have a good one. There you go. You people, until next time, uh, when we'll meet again for another propaganda. Cheers. Getting to know you, having a good nose about you, having a gander. Looking at what makes you tick
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.